the sort anything like it at all. Seventeenth, 
1955 and it's a mess it's a mess so basically what happened was they already had a set amount of like people who were supposed to come they only had invited uh they had only invited about 15,000 people who were supposed to come and those were people that were invited and it was split off into morning ticket tickets morning tickets and evening tickets and the morning tickets were meant to believe at the time printed on the ticket which was which like it said it was like 12:30 so morning people would have all morning up until 12:30 and then they were supposed to leave so that uh, the evening people could come in and enjoy the rest of the day at their park it was just, it was it was a pretty simple way of of splitting it up and honestly considering that at that time that we that, that they're able to handle now like it, it it pales in comparison to what disneyland can can house now versus back then so they only invited what they knew that they could actually handle that includes with like food and and drinks and making sure everybody has all the crap they need and, and you know so morning tickets are supposed to leave at 2 30 and morning ticket holders ended up not leaving so by the time the evening ticket holders came the whole attendance just blew up like it was it was insane they ended up not being able to handle the amount of people that came in and i remember reading somewhere when i was like kind of researching it that there were people who actually set up like uh ladders like people set up ladders outside the park like along the sides of the gates and we're charging people like one to two dollars a person just so that they can climb the ladder hop the fence and get into the park itself so it's like so it's like not only were we're like the lead the actual people who weren't invited with the tickets were already in there and screwing everything up because they didn't want to leave but on top of that people were <laughs> were freaking profiting off of hopping a fence to get into the park so it went from the invited 15,000 people to a total of 20,000 people showing up not including the people who were hopping fences but half of those people that actually showed up to the park that day all their tickets were forged <laughs> like people back then man y'all were ballsy Y'all were up there and everybody said, you know what, I'm not going to be uninvited to the opening of Disneyland. Walt Disney said this is supposed to be the happiest place on earth. It was not the happiest place on earth that day. Around that time, um, there was a plumber strike during the whole building of, of Disneyland. So when it came around to like, shit we actually have to open Walt was in a meeting with a bunch of his people and they were like Walt either we have to sacrifice the restroom or we have to sacrifice a working water fountain because there was actually working water fountains spread throughout Disneyland the problem was is that the plumbing was not done because the plumbers went on strike so they only had one working water fountain that day and Walt was like, you know what? 
these people can buy a soda anywhere they can't just go peeing on main street usa so he opted naturally to have working restrooms versus working um water fountains and then on top of that it's not like i mean people could totally definitely go and buy like a water bottle or like a soda from any of like the restaurants that that walt had built down main street usa and all the way down into Fantasyland. but like because of the influx of attendance they were physically not ready (laughs) they were not ready for that many people to come in so like if you had the morning and you were lucky then you got to enjoy the food and you got to get a drink you got to actually enjoy yourself and get it like the full experience just to a certain extent but anybody after that kind of got screwed over because of all of these people hopping fences and, and making fake tickets to get into Disney. So they ran out of food. They ran out of water. Only one of the water fountains were actually working. The bathrooms were working just fine, but it was like 102 in Anaheim in the middle of July. They had just laid down the asphalt, so it had not completely dried, and there were reports of women saying that their heels were sinking in to the freaking asphalt because it didn't fully dry because of the heat. Like, whoa. (laughs) And then on top of that, so many of the rides had broken down like it was a disaster. Anything that could have gone wrong, it seems like still isn't fucking dry like and then the rides in Fantasyland they broke down (laughs) the rides in Fantasyland ended up breaking down Peter Pan the Peter Pan ride ended up breaking down so did the Dumbo ride and the Dumbo ride ended up breaking down and just staying indefinitely down because it wasn't it wasn't ready to actually be used continuously like that so they had to just completely say this is out of service (laughs) honestly i feel bad for walt disney because it's it's remarkable it's 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 truly incredible that it even survived past that first day because mom my god (laughs) just reading about it and kind of refreshing my memory i was like whoa like uh disney uh walt had ended up teaming up with walt with uh what was it abc uh at the time abc now it's freeform for us but uh before that it was it was abc so walt had teamed up with abc and promised them like an exclusive story where they'd be able to come in on the opening day and record and show everybody at home basically like you know this is what you guys are missing and this is what you guys have to look forward to kind of you know getting people hyped up for this new brand new park this this concept of this new park even that was a disaster (laughs) i read somewhere that like when when the the head anchor lady was like oh so we're gonna cut over here to Fantasyland." they would hit the wrong button and it would like flash to like the parade workers behind the scenes freaking dropping their cubs or like still zipping up their their costumes at one point i think i read somewhere that it the camera had had 
cut to two people making out before the parade had even started like it was a complete accident and i mean abc got got like this exclusive look because they had paid for like seven million of like a 15 million dollar project like they had put in a pretty decent chunk of money for walt to actually do this just for this exclusive that ended up being a horror sh- like <laughs> just a horror show it survived because now we have Disneyland <laughs> you know we have we have uh, in Anaheim I, I actually live out here in California so I see Disneyland fairly fairly often not now because of COVID you know but I, I do I do go very often and I enjoy myself I I am a Disney fanatic which honestly probably explains why this podcast this mess of a podcast as its first episode as Disneyland. It makes sense. I can't... I can't really explain it other than... I grew up with Disney. (laughs) But when you go to Disneyland, at the Disneyland Hotel, all the way past uh, where Goofy's Kitchen is, there's like this little hallway. And in the hallway, they have this glass case where it has like all of the old school Disney memorabilia and you can see like those very first tickets that were given out to um, the original like 15,000 people that were supposed to show up Um, so you can see a whole bunch of stuff like you see the original designs for like um, the Mickey Mouse toy Um, off the top of my head I can't remember everything but it's like a bunch of just just for a single day but back then the adult ticket was a dollar yo like a dollar can you imagine paying a dollar not just for disney for any amusement park ever can you imagine paying a dollar to get in oh my god i'd be going to a freaking amusement park like every other weekend if it cost me a (laughs) dollar mom and her little son like i wish i wish oh man um i totally derailed it's it's okay it's fine (laughs) it's the first
this podcast. It's supposed to be absolutely hectic. Oh man, it's not nearly as hectic as as what happened here at Walt Disney. <laughs> I mean, at that time they ended up making like I think it said like three thousand three hundred dollars, which was like. USA all the way down to the castle that was that was what was originally there with Adventureland, Fantasyland and Tomorrowland um, but in Fantasyland in Sleeping Beauty's castle a gas leak happened <laughs> and it almost like blew up half the park because this gas leak <laughs> it actually set a part of like Fantasyland so they had to completely like cut that off so nobody could go back there and (laughs) the fire that happened because of that gas leak Walt Disney didn't find out until the next day because he was already dealing with like the the pirate ship in Adventureland like sinking because people kept rocking the boat (laughs) like everything else kept getting overloaded that he just he was trying to fix everything else and he didn't even find out about a fire that was happening in the main attraction of his whole freaking park like the very thing that the park was built around he didn't even find out it was on fire until the next day like can you imagine excuse me can you imagine that poor man must have nearly had a damn aneurysm the next day what do you mean my castle almost caught on fire what <laughs> like <laughs> i feel so bad <laughs> like you can laugh about it now because it, it's it's funny and i mean they're widely successful i mean that damn mouse owns half the world but if we're being absolutely honest like that after that mouse bob marble everybody was like yep that mouse rules the world there's no there's no getting by it absolutely not so it's like now you can kind of laugh about it because Walt Disney succeeded way way beyond what I I truly think he thought he could do because by the time he had passed away they had already been working on Epcot out in Florida and then they finished Epcot in his memory and then they just ended up making the entire Disneyland Florida with all of its freaking parks it's, it's incredible and then they ended up 
going to like Tokyo and Paris and they just expanded so far and so wide that I, I don't think he ever would have expected it to get as big as it absolutely did. So to know that it went from being known as Black Friday, not Black Friday, <laughs> this is at Thanksgiving, it is one in the morning. I shouldn't be doing this at one in the morning, but it's the only quiet time I can get. <laughs> it went from being Black Sunday by anybody who worked there to becoming the most successful franchise I have ever witnessed. <laughs> but yeah, so that is uh, the absolute disaster of Disneyland back in 1955 um, I don't know what the next episode will be I don't even know when the next episode is going to be posted honestly I might just do this uh, Sunday nights who knows but this is essentially a tester podcast I don't expect a lot of views or not views I don't expect a lot of listens I just get it every so often that people like my voice and I have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot of interests. Um, I'll probably go into a lot of true crime on top of like random topics that, that kind of catch my attention. So we shall see how this goes. Um, this has been Amaris signing off.